Welcome to the No Tracers podcast. What's up, guys? How's it going? My name is Kay. I am your host here on No Tracers. This podcast is all about urban exploring. If you are new to this podcast, please go back to the beginning on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this on. Check out the first nine episodes. They are all tips and tricks for you to get into urban exploring if you're interested. And uh, this week on the podcast, I am very, very excited to talk to Jeremy Abbott, a.k.a. Abandoned Nashville. I came across this guy's Instagram page uh, after he followed me one day, actually on my account, no.tracers on Instagram. Um, And I just immediately was like, oh man, this guy's stuff is sick. I need to get him on the podcast. And I hit him up and he was kind enough to agree to come on and share, share his insight, share his stories with you guys. And I'm extremely excited to get into this episode. But before we start, I need to let you know, I have a book out called No Tracers, An Urban Explorer's Diary. It is full of high-res photography and stories from my urban explorations all over the world, mostly the United States, a couple in Canada, and uh, this place in Portugal, which was really sick, abandoned 360-degree restaurant. If you guys want to check more of that stuff out, definitely head to justtheletterk.com slash no tracers. I'll put a link down in the description. There's also several links down there if you need gear for exploring, like a light, a backpack, gloves, a respirator, which is the most important thing. Protect those lungs. Protect those lungs, people. But yeah, definitely check out the links in the description if you guys are looking for gear, if you want to uh, check out the social media, and if you want to support me further, you can actually do so via Patreon, where you get early access to all of my content, whether it be the podcast, my vlogs, my music, or anything else that I work on that I feel is, you know, exciting for the Patreon supporters. So if you guys want to head down there, it's patreon.com slash just the letter K. Again, a link will be in the description for you. And if you're new to this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, turn your notifications on so you know whenever I post. If you would like to be on the podcast, my email is down in the description. Please email me. I would love to talk to you if you're an explorer. If you take photos at abandoned places, I would love to talk to you. So please hit me up. My email is in the description below. And uh, if you have questions, if you've got questions about urban exploring that you want answered, you can head to anchor.fm slash no tracers. You can actually leave me a voice memo over there, like a little voicemail, and I will incorporate it into the episode of the podcast and I will answer that question. So if you guys do have questions, head to anchor.fm slash no tracers and you can leave me a voicemail. Uh, I think that's a super cool perk of being on Anchor. So yeah, if you guys are interested in that, if you have any questions, let me know over there or on Instagram at no tracers. Cool. And the last little piece of housekeeping that I want to let you guys know about is if you leave a rating and feedback on this content, on this podcast, I will send you a signed photo print from an abandoned place that I've explored. So if you guys are interested in getting a signed photo print, all you got to do is take 30 seconds, leave a rating, leave some feedback, and then take a screenshot and send that to me at no.tracers on Instagram, and I will get you a signed photo print to you as soon as possible. All right, so with me today, I have Abandoned Nashville on the podcast. Can you introduce yourself to the audience and what you do? Yeah, Jeremy Abbott. I'm Abandoned Nashville. Um, Most of my explorations take place around Nashville, uh, but not limited to. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. Explore abandoned buildings, take photographs. What made you catch the bug? 
Um, probably when I was a kid, my mom more than likely is probably the the best answer for that. Um, when I was a kid, we I grew up in Kentucky, like very rural, backwoods Kentucky, and my mom and I would drive down like these these old like I don't know I guess you would call them haulers. Have you ever heard of that term? Haulers? No, I have not. Oh, so uh, they're like these. They're like these dirt roads, um, and I guess all the hicks call them, I guess it got named Holler, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I would drive down these old Holler roads with my mom, and we would find all these like old abandoned houses, and my mom was super into this stuff, and we would go in these houses, and I remember my mom would like, she'd walk in, and she'd be all quiet, even though no one's there, it was like a very sacred thing. And, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, I guess that's when it started. I, I had like a reverence for abandoned buildings even, even then. So yeah, I don't know. That's probably the best answer. My mom. Amazing. That's so cool that like, you know, my brothers got me into exploring when I was like 13 or 14, we went out into the woods and we would explore the abandoned like houses and stuff in the woods. And that was always so fascinating to me. And that's where I got caught my bug, you know? So it's, it's so cool to hear how these different explorers uh, started. So can you tell me, uh, I assume that one of these houses was your first exploration. Is that accurate? Yeah. So there's a house behind my house. I don't know, maybe a few miles and crazy. So there used to be a family that lived there and the husband killed his entire family and it was a cold case. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So it was a cold case. Um, still didn't find the guy. Uh, and this happened like back in the 80s. And I remember when I went, my mom took me there. And then I I went back like probably when I was like 18 or 19 when I had my license. And um, I remember I found this Levi jean jacket. And I wore that shit for like years. <laughs> um, cause I thought it was so cool that I had a Levi jean jacket from this place and the story behind it and everything. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy, uh, crazy story. And so I guess that's probably also how I also got into like the whole story behind everywhere that I went. I always wanted to learn about, you know, what, what, um, what happened there, like who lived there. You know, yeah. So I think that's probably my first exploration is that. I love that. I love that you took a little token, you know, like I, uh, I'm obsessed with Dr. Pepper, the soda myself. Um, I've been drinking it since I was like 14 years old and, um, I went, I got hired actually. So what I do in abandoned buildings, I usually try to take my freelancing work and set them, set that project in an abandoned building. Um, whether it's a product shoot or if it's a band photo shoot or music video, I always try to use the aesthetic of an abandoned building as my backdrop. And so this guy flew me out to West Virginia and we went and explored this abandoned elementary school. It was like three stories high, giant brick and concrete building that's been there since the 1920s. And in the gymnasium, there was this massive Dr. Pepper sign up above the uh, scoreboard. And I was like, bro, I don't care how, but we have got to get this thing. So now it's in my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) No, how'd you get it back to California? Uh, We just mailed it. We just paid to mail it. And it was, it's like a, uh, like in one of those tin, 
signs you know what i'm talking about like the it's like hard hard metal um so yeah we just i bet that thing is worth some money too right but i'm never selling it (laughs) yeah yeah totally uh yeah that's that's super cool let's talk about quarantine real quick we we briefly talked before the podcast um but have you been exploring during this time during during quarantine um I know that abandoned places are sparse with people. So for those listening that are like, you guys should be at home by yourselves. Abandoned places are the next best thing. So tell me, have you been exploring during this quarantine? Yes, absolutely. Um, In fact, I feel safer in an abandoned building than I do in my own house because I have a roommate. Um, So, and he, I mean, he's not going anywhere, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Still around people. So in an abandoned building, you get to go and not be around people. And uh, uh, yes, I've been exploring. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about uh, content creation. So social media, how has that impacted you as a content creator? How has social media impacted me as a content creator? Uh, social media is a really powerful tool. So I guess I, guess I should give you a backstory on what I do. So I'm actually a freelance professional drummer and Oh wow. Yeah. As far as yeah, as far as Instagram goes, it's been the number one tool that I use cuz I'm I'm pretty introverted. I'm not that guy to like go out and, you know, have a business card and be like, "Let me accommodate you and play drums for you." <laughs> like I get to do that from my couch and mm-hmm. be in people's faces and reach a lot more people than I would by mouth so as far as instagram goes it's like the it's the most powerful tool i could have ever had and same thing goes with abandoned buildings it's or abandoned nashville it's um i it's crazy because i started this page because i didn't want my personal page to be overrun with abandoned photos and so i was like well i should just call this page abandoned nashville and um And next thing you know, this, ironically enough, this page exploded and got much bigger than my drumming page, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, such as life. Um, But yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's a powerful tool. Um, I think for the first time in human history, we have the ability to like sit on our couches and market ourselves. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's pretty fucking amazing. I totally agree with you. So when did photography come into the picture? When did you start taking photos of these places? Um, I've always been interested in photography, but so my dad was a photographer in the army and I thought, I always thought that was so cool, but like music also, he's a guitar player and I'm a drummer and I always felt intimidated by my dad. Like I always wanted to play guitar and I was like, well, I'll never be as good as my dad at guitar. So there's no point in trying. And so I like chose drums. I know it's, it's this weird thing. And, um, sorry to be talking about my daddy issues on your podcast, (laughs) (laughs) but, (laughs) but, uh, so yeah. (laughs) So, um, photography was kind of the same thing. I was like, man, I want to be a photographer, but I'll never be as good as my dad. I'll never know as much as my dad. But so I always like took iPhone photos of my little explorations that I did. And um, I think it's probably around when I hit about 10,000 followers on Instagram when I was like, oh, well, 
maybe I could do this. Maybe I can, I am good enough to be a photographer. Like maybe I do have what it takes to like do this. Perhaps I should take this seriously and get like a, you know, an actual camera. And so that's what I did. Um, photography always came second to explore exploring. I think as of recently, photography is first in exploring, I guess I'm an extremist. Like I think when, when, um, when I discover a new thing, I become obsessed with it and I fall in love with it. And that's all I think about. And that's what I spend all of my money on. And I buy all this shit, and all this gear. And I think I'm in that stage right now of like having this newfound love with photography. And so like right now it's like this, an explosion of, uh, uh, um, what would you call it? Like creativity or, um, just, I don't know. I'm looking for the right word for it. But yeah, um, photography, it's pretty badass, and it is a newfound love for me. And your photos are absolutely incredible. It's been amazing to get to scroll through your Instagram and see these places that you've explored. And um, so I want to know, what gear would you recommend for, for new explorers, somebody that's never explored anything before? What, what would you recommend that they, they get, like a backpack, lights camera like what 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 kind of gear do you use that you recommend all of the above um a good respirator i know that's cliche i know that's what everyone says but like man it's so true there's a reason why everyone recommends that pretty much first mm-hmm. um my dad has a lung disease and i guess it's more real to me than it is for most people it's um it's just man you got to take care of your lungs like you gotta like not breathe, be breathing in all that shit, all that asbestos and um, lead paint and whatever other chemicals they used back in the day when they were making concrete or paint or whatever. So yeah, I would recommend that first. Uh, secondly, everyone wants a flashlight. Everyone recommends one, but I personally favor a just a damn good headlamp. Mm. Like you gotta, I don't know, I I. I'm, I'm a headlamp guy, so I like to have my hands free so I can climb into a building or just yeah. like walk around and keep my balance with my hands. I don't want things in my hand. And especially if I have a camera, I'm not, I'm going to want one hand at least free. So a headlamp's really great. And also you're guaranteed wherever you look, that's where the light's going to go. <laughs> so a good headlamp, um, gloves. Um, a good backpack, a good camera, a good lens that's good for low light and um, preferably like a wide angle lens. I personally use a Sony Zeiss 16 to 35 millimeter and it does everything that I need for it to do. And it's not too expensive. I think it's around 1200 bucks, um, but you can get them used for like, I don't know, 700, 800 bucks off eBay or something. But yeah. That's what I recommend as far as gear goes. Perfect. And uh, what has been your scariest exploration? Oh, man. What has been my scariest exploration? I mean, they're all scary. I'm, I'm a pretty paranoid person. I guess that's why I've never been arrested. Uh, and I, like... I'm, I am that guy who's just like, I take it very seriously when I'm in a abandoned building. I'm like, Oh, did you hear that noise? And like, 
other people usually don't hear that. I don't know. I, I'm just paranoid. But um, they're all scary. I think I don't want to give you a cop-out answer like that. So I would say I explored a Freemason school Whoa. here in Nashville. Yeah, it's so dope. This place was built in the 1800s, and it's like Art Deco-y. The classrooms are all still there. There's a there's a gym with like a stage and like curtains where they would have plays. Like it, it's fucking creepy. Um, I'd say probably that place because man, I'm not like a I'm not like a paranormal type person when it comes to these places, and I usually don't let my mind wander there. Um, but man, this place was just creepy. Like, you know, when you just, you're in a place and you're like, man, I'm not supposed to be here. That was that. Yeah. I call spot. that, I call that the darkness. The darkness. I like that. Yeah. I wrote like a, well, that's I wrote a little blog about it and it's uh it's that feeling you get when you like turn a corner and there's like darkness there, but it's not just darkness. It's like the darkest darkness you could ever imagine seeing ever. And at that exact instant, you're like, we should probably get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think it. And yeah, and it's not like our nature of like survival. I think it's like something else. Like, I think it's mm -hmm. like this. It's the darkness. I like that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's like yeah, walking I mean, into exactly a portal. What it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> it actually. Yeah, it is. And. I like to be that person that's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to walk into that portal. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do that. No, seriously. And because I don't know, I like taking risks and I, I'm, I don't know. I like collecting experiences. But like, as far as this place went, man, I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And also it didn't help that I was by myself. So there was this moment. So I'm getting to the story. Sorry, I'm like rambling a lot. But so... I'm in the basement of this place. You have to crawl through this little tunnel to drop down into the basement. It was like a laundry chute. You drop down to the basement of this building and it's like probably ankle deep of water. And um, so it's really loud when you're walking. Mm. And I explored the place, getting really creepy feelings, really creepy vibes. So I was like, well, I think it's time for me to leave. And you have to leave back through the basement. And so I went back down into the basement and as I was walking through the basement, trudging through the water, there was, <laughs> I swear to God, I sound crazy, but, um, there was also another set of footsteps trudging through the water behind me. Oh my God. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. I know. I, I sound, and I don't like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even know why I'm telling this story on this podcast. I sound like an idiot, but no, it's um, amazing. <laughs> so uh i'm walking and like i'm speeding up because i'm scared to fucking death and i'm walking faster toward the tunnel and i can see the light of the tunnel i couldn't get there fast enough and as i was speeding up this thing was also speeding up behind me it was like oh as, as if i'm kind of getting chased out of this place and i like hurry up, jump to, into the tunnel and I'm crawling and I'm like, I'm imagining the worst, like something grabbed me by the feet and pulling me mm -hmm. back into the tunnel like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I got the fuck out of there and I haven't been back to that place since. Um, wow. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Every time I drive, past, I drive it past it like almost every day. And um, 
when I drive past it, I'm just like, I just like look over. I'm like, man, that's, that's the location that got me. Like, that's the location that like, it's just like a, I don't know. I don't know. But if you ever come to Nashville, I'll totally take you there. Okay, but, for sure. Um, Let's go get chased, just, chased around in the basement. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just be warned. We will encounter the darkness. The darkness. Yeah. For me, <laughs> that, that place that, darkness. you know, I'll, I'll, I might never go back to is called the Downey Insane Asylum. And that's a, an insane asylum here in California. That's super well known, which is why I feel comfortable saying the name of it. Um, and that place, the darkness, the, the darkness is very prominent. And, uh, you know, people say it's haunted. People say that there's like a, a crazy cat lady that lives there. So either she's going to get you or the ghosts are going to get you. <laughs> oh, I, I think I've heard of this. Uh, I think I've heard of the crazy cat lady story. I think I know what yeah, you're talking she'll, about. Yeah, she'll like snitch Funny on enough. you. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. But yeah, it's super, <laughs> super well-known spot. Um, so oh, cool. what about history? You mentioned that you were super into like the, the past of these places you explore. What's, what's one of the places you've explored that has like your favorite history story? Man, uh, probably this recent insane asylum that I explored. Um, I I went without knowing anything about it. I, all I knew it was built in, I knew the year it was built. It's built in 1800s. But I went and explored this place, um, found all this old medical equipment, like found like the electroshock treatment, the chair, like I found a morgue, like I found all this shit that just, was just left and there's no graffiti like it's untouched wow. it's like a museum and that's when i was like damn i need to read about this place holy shit so um i'd say this place man like i just started uncovering all this dirt on this place like all this like corruption like black market ties like baby like like they they were selling babies throughout from this place in the thirties and forties to the black market and, um, child labor. And, um, there's like Hollywood stars that were, that were buying babies from this location. Like it was, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. And like, they were admitting people to this hospital, um, for things that today it's just like, man, I probably would have been admitted to this place for fucking crying out loud. But yeah, there's also the story of this girl who was a lesbian um, in 1898 who was admitted because her community thought that she was evil because she was a lesbian. And she wound up <laughs> going and dying in this hospital like 14 years later because she committed suicide in the water treatment um, facility. She like just drowned Whoa. in it. It's fucking terrible. Like, I mean, I'm talking horror story type shit all took place in this in this building so then going back i went back a second time because i was like man i can't get enough of this location i went back a second time knowing all of this knowing the stories and just like having the reverence of like i had like the utmost respect for this place it was like a memorial it was like when you go to a cemetery and you just like wow. you know not to walk on the graves like you know not to like touch things that you just i don't know it's i don't know i think it's a very sacred location for me and it's to answer your question that's that's my favorite history of this place um i don't want to give too much history on it though because it'll totally give away the location oh for sure um, yeah we, we don't an want an amazing that. spot yeah it's an amazing wow. spot 
Man, I love, like, I'm the same way. I love learning the history of these places. I think it it gives it character and it, it kind of brings it back to life for you. And I think what you're talking about is you, you almost have like a newfound respect for the place. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So uh, my next question is, do you explore alone always or do you go with people? Like, what's your, do you have a preference? Uh, a solid mixture of both. Um, I know it's probably not the safest thing to go. Well, it's not safe at all to go by <laughs> yourself. Um, I think just depending on the building, like if it's like an old, like industrial, like concrete building, I'm, I'm fine. Like I'm going to go in there by myself. Um, I don't know, a, like when I'm in a city that I'm I not, I don't know very well, I don't go by myself ever because I just don't know the, the that area if there's like much crime or if there's like, what's the homeless population like? Not that homeless people are scary whatsoever. All my experiences have been pretty great. Um, but you know, like you just don't want to go in there and get mugged or like, you know, killed or whatever. But, um, I like to take people. It's just hard. I think in Nashville, there's not much of a community here as far as, um, abandoned exploration goes. So it's hard to, it's hard to find people who really understand um, the respect and they kind of abide by the, 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 the code system that we kind of naturally know. Mm -hmm. um, taking people and they're like, well, damn, this door's locked. Let's just kick it in. And I'm like, no, we're not going to kick that <laughs> fucking door in, dude. No. Like, leave it. just come on, let's, let's go. Come on. And so, <laughs> Um, it's hard to find people who get it. Um, mm -hmm. but they're, they are here. I think there's like five or six people that I can name off offhand that, that do get it. But, um, for the most part, I don't know. And it's also nice going by yourself because you see a lot of things. I guess you could say the same thing for going for, with people too, but you see a lot of things you wouldn't have seen because hmm. you're not thinking about that other person. You're not thinking about what they're doing or like. And like, if you hear a noise, like you're not, you know, it's not someone else. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, you just, you hear a lot more noises. You hear a lot more things. There's not another, another set of foot footsteps that's happening. So you hear a lot more things and like, you really get to soak up the experience even more. What I really like about it is it, it appeals to all your senses. Like I love stimulation. And so abandoned buildings like the smell like what you see what you hear like what what it feels like like it it you can even taste it like when you walk mm -hmm. into a room you're just like man it just ah i don't know and i think with when you have other people you you don't get to experience fully all of that so i don't know a solid mixture of both i go by myself and explore with other people yeah, I think the uh, the isolation of being by yourself really adds like another dynamic to it. Um, I did a whole episode on like at the beginning of the podcast, um, episode three, uh, where I talk about should you explore alone versus with people. And mostly I just talked about like there's safety in numbers. If you explore by yourself, let people know where you're going, that kind of thing. Um, but I uh, I forgot I lost my train of thought. It's gone now. There goes my thought just fluttered away like a butterfly. <laughs> oh but this yeah my, it adds this is my entire existence yes it adds another element like another dynamic if you're by yourself 
I feel like you can feel the energy more because you are isolated. And like you said, there's not another person there to like distract you from that. So you're, you're totally in tune with this, this abandoned place that you're exploring. So I totally get what you're saying when you, when you, uh, you know, go by yourself and, you know, you can taste it in the air, you can smell it, you can hear everything. Like even your eyes like adapt to the darkness that you're in a little bit, which I think is super fascinating. Um, so do you have any goal places that you'd like to explore, whether it's in Nashville outside of, outside of Tennessee completely, uh, for me, like, obviously I want to go to Chernobyl, Fukushima, uh, all these like goal places that I think every explorer wants to go, you know? hundred percent Chernobyl. Like I would say that's probably number one, hundred percent. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Like, um, I don't sit and uh what do you say like i don't sit around and think about places i want to explore i think i think uh i'm not very goal or i should probably be more goal oriented when it comes to abandoned exploration um i just find a good spot i'll just like come across it on the internet or i'll just see it on my gps and i'm like oh shit that's my next goal like that's it so I think goal places <clears throat> is probably the very next place I'm about to explore. Um, yeah. But I mean, obviously, I mean, fucking Chernobyl. I mean, that would be insane. Mm. Um, I've seen a lot of videos on it and it's just, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, so so yeah, I mean, obviously that, yeah. I, uh, there's this guy I watch on YouTube named Shy, and he's from Ukraine, and he recently did a, yeah. uh, a week-long exploration through the exclusion <clears throat> zone all through Chernobyl, went and climbed on the big satellite, uh, the, you know, the giant, like, satellite yeah, thing they that. have over there? Yeah, so he, uh, yeah. he did that, like, one, one full week with, like, two other friends, and they, like, camped out in the woods, like, it was insane, and it was all just filmed on his GoPro, you know, like, super simple, POV video, but I mean, it was just so fascinating. And I've actually had a guy on my other podcast, Project Freelance, where I talk about freelancing with with different people about how they built their careers. He actually spent a week making a documentary about Chernobyl, and he got to stay there, like sleep in the like the houses, you know, like the big apartments. And uh, so his story was absolutely insane. It was so cool to hear that. And it just kind of floored me to get over there and and do that. So uh, that's definitely a goal place of mine, maybe over the next year or two years to get over there. And I definitely want to bring some other explorers. So uh, I'll put you on the list. (laughs) Oh, man, that would be fucking insane. Yes, I would love to go and do that. So if you could live in one place that you've explored for a week, which place would it be? Um, oh, uh, I went to Romania and I went to this glass factory. Um, glass factory doesn't sound fascinating, but holy fuck, this place was huge. It's probably the size of two football fields, just full of rooms. And, um, that's, I mean, I was there all day and I get, didn't get to see it all. Like it would be one of those places that I would probably have to be there for about a week to truly like soak this place up. Um, so def- probably probably that for sure. Yeah, I uh, I explored a glass factory and they did glass and colored glass and porcelain, um, and it was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 
it's super well known. Um, I filmed a music video in there for a band and uh, it was so cool. Like you could see there was still colored glass, like broken up on the ground and pieces of porcelain figurines and all kinds of like crazy just stuff just left behind and the place was half burned down so it had this like really cool aesthetic to it and it had like the big chimneys so I flew my drone up through the chimneys and man it was it was nuts <laughs> it sounds insane <laughs> yeah uh I, I know I know what place you're talking about um my girlfriend actually lives in um well she's from Pennsylvania and every time we go visit I'm always like man I just need to go to Pittsburgh like there's, there's also like a badass uh, mental hospital. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I actually or don't. Maybe it's not don't mental, tell me but more. it's, uh, there's a hospital outside, right outside of Pittsburgh to the East. I don't want to give too much away, but anyway, but there is a badass hospital that I want to see and it's very well preserved. Well, judging by what I've seen, mm. uh, it's very well preserved that I've been wanting to check out for a while. Um, that whole area is just like, completely littered with really cool spots to uh to explore pennsylvania is cool because it's so old Mm -hmm. like it's such an old part of the united states like there's just amazing old victorian houses out there and um a lot of old old industries that dried up back in the 50s and i don't know it's a pretty cool area of the united states yeah, I love going over to the like the east side or you know the Midwest, uh, but mostly the east coast, east side of the the states because out here in California, of course, we have really cool spots, but there are few and far between. Um, there are a lot of like houses that are abandoned, mansions that are abandoned, but there's nothing that's like old that has like that old history to it, like it does on the east coast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Like, what's what's the What's it like in California, especially in your area? Do, you said you live in LA. I live like forty minutes south of LA, um, so we okay. we usually have to like venture out of you know uh, Southern California to go find these places. We've got like an abandoned water park on the way to Vegas that everyone knows about. It's literally off the freeway. Like you pull over and you can walk in, and it's just this huge water park. Um, but my favorite place that I've explored is actually just outside of the city of LA. There's a, uh, <laughs> it's actually crazy to talk about. There's a 17 story abandoned hospital that's just sitting there, just smack dab <laughs> in the middle, like right off the freeway. Nobody knows it's abandoned, but the entire thing is abandoned. And uh, a security oh, guard shit. actually let us into the uh, service elevator and we like blagged our way in. We were like, oh yeah, we're going to a classroom on the fourth floor. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, take the service elevator and use his key card and put us in the service elevator. And I pushed four and I was like, okay, when we get to the fourth floor, we're gonna go to a stairwell and we'll just run up the stairs to go to the top. And then the elevator door shut. Nothing happened for like 35 seconds. And I was like, holy shit, the security guard just locked us in this service elevator. We're screwed. And then all of a sudden, like Tower of Terror at Disney, we shot up all the way to the 17th floor, the doors open, and we were there, dude. And it was the coolest place <laughs> I have ever explored in my entire life. There's a surgical classroom, <laughs> so it's like got the steep seating and it like goes all the way down and there's like a, a table at the bottom with a giant light and like dude, it was insane. Oh. There's like a, it, it's so cool. So if anybody wants to watch that video, I'll actually put some of it uh on the YouTube. Is this on video your Instagram? 
Uh, yes, it's totally on my Instagram. It's absolutely I've insane. The, I'll I've send you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's absolutely oh, crazy. Shit. But I want to uh, go back there and I want to film a zombie parkour movie in this abandoned 17-story hospital. But I'm trying to do it the right way, like get a permit, do the whole thing, get a film crew, all that. But uh, that's definitely like something yeah. on my list as far as like goals because I think it would be super sick to film a movie there. Have you ever thought about getting into uh, location scouting? Um, yeah, actually, I have thought about that because I know that that's a way that you can get access to these places. Um, for example, yeah. I actually tried, uh, you know, saying I was a location scout for the Downey Insane Asylum so I could go back in because now it's guarded by the police. Um, and they, the police say, oh, you have to call the new hospital and, and get permission from them. So I called, I was like, Hey, I'm a location scout. We're working on, you know, shooting a film. We would love to use this location. And the lady was literally like, uh, I get requests like this every day. We don't allow people on the property Bye," and hung up on me. I was like, Damn. dang it. <laughs> dang it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what? <laughs> Who was it? I was, uh, I was, um, oh gosh, I was. Watching this uh, video from this photographer, he's not an urban explorer or urban explorer, but he he had this really cool trick. He was talking about how you fly with your gear, and he said a really cool trick that he does is he makes these fake um, ID cards and wears it around his neck. And he's like, I just take a fucking barcode from you know a a Coke bottle and I <laughs> paste it onto my my ID card. And so it looks legit and he's like, and I get like free, um, I get my shit flown for free and like, I, I fly with all these cases and they just like, because it's a business or something, it makes you look like a, you know, a professional business. So anyway, I was wondering maybe if I could apply that same thing, just like get these like cards made and it's like location mm -hmm. scout, like with what film company or whatever. And I have like a fake barcode on it maybe go to these places and be like, Hey, what's up? I'm Jeremy Abbott, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. It's an idea. It's an uh, idea. More than likely it wouldn't work. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was so clever that that guy does that. He just like beats the system like that. Oh, it's brilliant. Is, and you should always yeah. try to beat the system when you can. Yeah. hundred percent. Because 100%. fuck the system. <laughs> yeah. Cause fuck this. We're, we're renegades. <laughs> absolutely rebels at heart rebels at heart um, yeah. okay so yeah. what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring oh man i wish i had known how important it is to keep the locations a secret mm. um man like I can't tell you how many. Okay, so let's take the Tennessee State Prison, for example. Everyone knows about that spot, um, but not everyone knew about that spot back in the day. And um, that's actually kind of like my Instagram breakout location because um, it was so taboo to explore. And like I went and did it, snuck in and post all these photos next thing you know my page just like gains all these followers and then the next thing you know and i like this is i don't know maybe eight years ago when i didn't understand what i was doing and i just told everyone i was like yeah i explored the ben and tennessee state prison check it out here's my photos and just like 
flaunting all these fucking photos of this place. Next thing you know, all these kids started showing up. And I don't, I don't think I'm solely to blame, but um, I think I definitely have a part in it. And it really sucks knowing that. Like, I live with that every day. Mm. Um, next thing you know, I get kids, like, writing me. They're like, dude, check out the graffiti I did in Death Row. And uh, I'm like, oh, dude, are you uh, fucking kidding? What? So I took, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, And I'm totally admitting all this shit. So, um, yeah, it sucks. Like, that's when I took a lot of the photos down. Like, I had some photos of Death Row. I took those down. I had photos of some of the cells. I took those down and uh, took took the name off of all the the locations I did keep on my page and just trying to do whatever I could to like preserve and whatever. And then next thing you know, they put all these cameras up all throughout the facility. Um, Like there's cameras, even in the fields, like facing the location, like it is almost impossible to get inside that place now. And I wish I had known eight years ago how, stupid that was to get on Instagram and just announce to the whole world that I had just explored that location. So I'd have to say that's, that's, that's it. I wish I had known that. Hmm. So what is next for you? What do you, uh, do you have any plans to explore in the coming weeks, in the coming months? Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to, oh, well, probably going to go back to the mental hospital and do an entire um, walkthrough of the place. I already did one once. I got a lot of great footage, but um, I'd like to go and get a couple more things and put it all together. And I'm going to start branching out to YouTube, which is yes. a new, a new uh, I guess, um, frontier for me. I've never really understood YouTube and like how to grow a following. Instagram's always come really easy to me, but Um, I think that I would like to do this. I would like to take people kind of on virtual tours of this place. I think a lot of the questions I get is just like, what's it like? Like, what's it like being in there? And what does it sound like? What does it feel like? And I think that the closest thing I could do is just to explaining this to people is just kind of letting them vicariously experience it. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, um, I want to go back to this location and get some good footage of it um, and do a POV video on it. And um, I noticed that you use a GoPro. What, how do you, like, what's your what's your thoughts on this? Like, is, is a GoPro good enough for something like um, that? So I, I film, I do like a chest mount with the GoPro. Um, and then I also shoot on my Sony A7S II. So I'm, I've got two video sources. Uh, the Sony obviously is better in low lighting, but the GoPro gets the job done, and I think people will watch it regardless. Um, I've been on YouTube for a decade, so if you need any any tips, any pointers, um, definitely reach out to me. Let me know. I would love to help you with this this new journey that you're going on in the in the land of YouTube. Um, I've got a fair bit of experience, and I think that your content will do really well up on that platform. So I highly encourage you to definitely dive into the deep end with it yeah you have some really cool gear videos um you did one recently where you just like took out your backpack and you're like guys Mm -hmm. this is what's in my fucking bag yeah and it was really good like i think i even commented 
before I even knew who you were, I was like, holy fuck, we need more of this. Like we need yes. these kind of videos. Exactly. Um, but because we do, we do. Like, I think for someone like me who has always just been on the more exploration side of it and less on the photography or content side of it, um, it's so valuable for, for me. Like I needed a video like that to like kind of put in a perspective of like what, what you need to like be able to do what you do. Cause I'd, mm -hmm. I'd love to be able to do what you do. Like you're definitely an inspiration to me and I don't know. Oh. I want to, I want to be able to do what, what you do. I want to be on your level. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get you there, man. We'll, we'll definitely get you to the, to the level you <laughs> yeah. want to be at. Um, I want to be on a higher <laughs> level. You know, I want to be able to travel with exploring. I want to do, uh, like sponsored stuff. Like I would love to get a sponsor so that I could travel. For example, uh, I'm sure you've heard of Seth Lawless. Um, he's super well known in the urban exploring community. Um, and he actually inspired me to make my first book. I mean, he makes most of his income off of selling his books about abandoned places he's explored. And so that greatly inspired me to make a book as well. Um, and it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's super cool to, you know, watch him and watch his growth. And I would love to be on his level. He recently did a brand deal with BMW and they gave him a car, like a new brand new 20, 2020 or 2019 BMW. And he went to uh, all the abandoned NASCAR racetracks in America and drove around them with this new BMW and the photos were so sick. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's, that's someone who like figured out a way to like take what yeah. he loves and do it for a living. Yeah. I think I can relate to that with, with drumming, but that's, that's now what I, now I'm starting to see that like in my, in my, you know, future is like i could possibly do something like that and you know you see people like exploring with josh and like these are just people yeah. who meant they just fucking they have a they have a thing like they have mm -hmm. a thing that they love and they figured out a way to beat the system and it's pretty fucking amazing that we're doing a very taboo thing and we're able to capitalize off of it and mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not the goal, but it is cool knowing that that could that is a possibility, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to see like the the earnings, even even I'm a small explorer still, you know, I'm nowhere near Seth or exploring with Josh or Sam and Colby even uh, who don't really do too much urban exploring anymore. They do a lot of like ghost hunting now, which I think is super interesting. Um, but yeah, it's it's been super cool to like watch their journey over the years and you know, I I'm actually trying to get Josh on the podcast. I would love to get Sam and Colby on the podcast. Uh Seth wants to do one, but he wants to do it in person. He wants to do it at an abandoned building, so we're going to do like a really cool like video podcast there. Super looking forward to that. But uh who else what other what are other explorers do you uh do you follow? Um oh gosh, whoever I'm following on abandoned Nashville really. Um Abandoned Southeast is a is a really cool page to look up. Um, he just does his whole region is the Southeast United States, and his locations are fucking dope, like insane shit. Um, that guy's a big ins inspiration to me. Um, he actually inspired me to go to this um, most recent like mental hospital. Um, who else do I follow? I mean. I follow you. I follow 
I don't know. Exploring with Josh. I, I like, I don't know. I just fucking love that guy. Uh, <laughs> he's just like, he's just ridiculous. He's a goofy <laughs> guy. He's just so he just goofy. seems like this. I know he's dude. a really goofy dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know he doesn't take it. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Like, no, I, I don't know. I, he's just like, he's just, he's there. He's, he's having fun. And yeah. it's just really cool to, I think people who are free in what they do, as cheesy as that sounds, uh, I really admire that. People that don't take their art too seriously. Um, I don't know. I follow a lot of people like that. Um, I get inspiration from a lot of people from outside of the abandoned community as well. Just like people who just like love what they do. I think uh, if you're if you're an artist you're not going to be confined to one art. Like usually it's really common for like a musician to be a painter or um, a painter to be also a photographer or um, a photographer to also be, you know, um, a carpenter or yeah. whatever, like whatever your thing is, like you're not confined to one art. I think it's a skill. How do I say what I'm trying to say? Like someone said, learning a skill is a skill. And so yeah. what I mean by that is like, when it comes to abandoned exploration, learning the skill of what I'm doing here, I'm also taking influence in from a lot of people outside of the abandoned exploration community. Um, just finding, I don't know, Finding people who just love what they do, I think that's really important. And you can easily get burnt out on an art. And it's really easy to like become so en encompassed in a world um, of just one art that you forget about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, I don't know. I, I don't. I think my biggest fear with abandoned exploration is what I've done with music is that I've, I've taken something that I love so much and that I'm very passionate about it. And I've decided to make money with it or yeah. I've decided to make a living with it. And your relationship with it changes so much when you do that. And everyone told me it would, but I didn't understand how much so like I've gone back and forth you know between like hating music and loving music it's like a it's like a toxic relationship at this point so I think with abandoned exploration I'm trying to be very careful to uh, approach it safely <laughs> yeah. and just take inspiration from people who really love it rather than people who are very obviously doing it to capitalize off of it. For you know? sure. And I think, you know, know, that's one of the reasons I wanted to make a podcast about urban exploring to kind of show people that this is something that, you know, is like you said, very taboo, but it's something that we're very, very passionate about. It's something that it almost feels like I was born to, to explore these abandoned places that have been left behind. And, you know, we, we capture the beauty inside this decay. And I think there's something really special about our niche and, and the things that we do. Um, so yeah. It is special hundred percent. Um, 
Yeah, it's a very special thing. I think I think we're all kind of born to be explorers, though. Um, I think True. that that's just the thing about our species. We're, we're just curious things. And we also love ourselves. Like, we love humanity. And when you go into a place, like, you are surrounded by the past. And you're yeah. surrounded by what we've built. And you're surrounded also by what nature is now reclaiming. And all this is... It sounds really cheesy, but it's, it's so true. Like we, I think, I think it's, it's funny. Like, you know, when a 67 year old, you know, lady nurse or someone who you wouldn't typically think would be doing this or would be interested in this, they're so fascinated by what you do and it's because it's in them too. And they just don't know it yet. They don't realize mm -hmm. it. Um, I think it's in everyone to be fascinated by this hobby or passion um i think we're all born to kind of do to kind of to explore yeah. some people just don't self-actualize that though i don't know that's my tangent my ramble no i'm glad i'm glad you and i have found that passion uh I, I love doing it. So if anybody wants to uh, find you online, follow you, see your photos, or uh, possibly reach out to you with any questions, where can they do that? AbandonNashville at Instagram.com. Um, probably. Um, or now, I guess, YouTube and Facebook. I'm branching out. I'm getting All there. Right. Cool, man. Thank you so much for coming on the No Tracers podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right. So that was my podcast with Abandoned Nashville, also known as Jeremy Abbott. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for coming on the podcast and sharing your stories and your insight with the audience. I think that they're really going to enjoy this episode. And if you made it all the way to the end of the episode and you haven't left a rating or feedback yet, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? I need that rating. I need that feedback. I need to know what you think about this podcast so that other people can uh, also enjoy it. See, when you leave a rating, when you leave feedback, it helps this podcast grow on the iTunes and Spotify charts. So if you guys are interested in helping this podcast grow, please leave some feedback and a rating and I'll send you a signed photo print like I said at the beginning of the episode. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I got some stuff to do today, but Thank you for listening to this episode of No Tracers. If you guys are new to the podcast, hit that subscribe button. I'll talk to you next Friday with another episode of No Tracers, the podcast. Again, my name is Kay. You can find me at no.tracers on Instagram. I'll see you over there.